thank you for choosing to listen to Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That was the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job. And if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until the time I retired. The thought of that scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which actually started with my decision to start my own business. And by following a very windy road, it led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who were like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing ordinary mums like you and me, who are mums in business. My guest today is Amanda White. Amanda is the founder of Gift Frippery, a bespoke wrapping business that helps to sprinkle some magic onto your gift wrapping. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. Um, I know you, but our listeners don't. So if you can tell me a bit about yourself, your story, and how you got to where you are today, so that our listeners can get a better sense of yourself and also of your business, Gift Frippery. Okay. I used to be a primary school teacher, and I was one of those teachers that absolutely loved teaching, so I didn't leave it because I was disillusioned or anything. Um, I left teaching when I had my youngest child, so I have three children. Um, I have a geologist, an IT specialist, and an artist, so a real, a real variety. Um, and when the youngest was going off to do his foundation year in art, I sort of had a bit of an empty nester syndrome going on, and I'd been doing gift wrapping in a very small way for a few friends, my mom um, and my husband, and that year he had Oh, well, the year before, he'd said, would I wrap a load of wine for him to give to his um, customers and staff? And I did, even though he'd brought home this bargain wrapping paper with snowmen on that your fingers went through and expected me <laughs> to wrap bottles. So when I'd done them all, I did say to him, please don't tell anybody that I did this. Say you did it. So, and then I thought, well, that's a bit strange. I feel really, you know, it's important to me. So the next year, which was the year I was talking about, when my son was going off, um, my husband asked me again, and he said, I know, I know, I will take you, you can choose, you can wrap it however you want, blah, blah, blah. That happened. 
And then he came home from work about eight o'clock on a dark winter's night pre-Christmas and he saw what I'd done with these bottles and he said, I'm just going to take them straight back to work now and put them under the tree so they see them all together like I just have. That is super high praise from my husband who is a man of few words. So I knew they looked lovely and his secretary came in the following morning and she looked at them and she said, did Amanda wrap these? And she said she should be doing this professionally. And he told me that when he came home. And all over Christmas, it was a little seed of an idea in the back of my mind. And I was thinking, is that even a job? Could that be a job? <laughs> so that's sort of how it started. And I started in a very small way and explored from there. Oh, oh so you, something that was a hobby? Or you did... Kind of. I mean, I, I, I do lots of crafty bits and bobs, always have done anyway. Um, but I'm more like a creator. I don't like sewing and knitting and things where you've got to follow a pattern that doesn't tick any boxes for me at all. I like to make it up as I go, you know. <laughs> so we know why you came up with the idea. Why did you decide to make it into a business, though? What was it that... It was literally her saying that um, uh, she should do this professionally. And then I started thinking, so you know, is that a job? Could you do that? Could I teach people how to do this? That's the teacher in me. Once yeah, a teacher, yeah. always a teacher. And I um, I explored adult education. I went and had a meeting with them. And I said, do you think this is something that people would like to go to? And they booked me to do a course mm. and all the places went. So that gave me a bit of Dutch courage, if you like. And then sort of each year it evolved. So you've added, it's evolved into something a bit bigger. A bit bigger, and in ways I wasn't expecting to. And I sort of got braver, and I went to networking. And I thought <laughs> I hated networking, having been once. Um, but I went to networking, and then some small businesses um, asked me if I could help them, you know, if they had a product to wrap or something. I wouldn't have thought that up for myself. It wouldn't have occurred to me, I don't think. I was just thinking of gifts. Yes. Um, so sometimes I've been surprised by people's requests. and Like I have a real passion for vouchers. I think vouchers are blooming expensive. They are. That but yep. if they're just in an envelope, they yep. don't look like the gift that they really are. So yeah. I love to be able to dress them up. So they look like, you know, it's like added value. Yeah. They look like a real gift. So lots of small businesses through the networking have used me for that so um yeah lots of different things teaching the workshops doing a bespoke service you know somebody um sometimes when people are giving a wedding gift or something really important and they want it to look amazing they could just bring one gift and have that done and you've so. got you've got some like larger clients so John Lewis, you do workshops at I John do. Lewis? I, I've done some lovely places, actually. I, uh, I do do workshops at John Lewis. I've done like a customer appreciation event at Lula Guinness, which was very nice. I just spent the whole time looking at what I couldn't afford to buy, really. <laughs> Such a lovely shop. That was in Covent Garden, so that was lovely. There's always something um, that turns up every year unexpected. So this year I'm doing um, do-it-yourself eco-friendly Christmas crackers. Yep. And um, ITV are going to come and film. So, Ooh. I know. So every year something comes up. ITV filmed here in my kitchen oh. <laughs> at this very table last year. And I was talking about 
eco-wrapping paper because mm. people weren't terribly aware of what was okay what wasn't mm. okay so we had that discussion and then the journalist I suppose you'd call her um got in touch again I was thrilled because she's award-winning now <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't last year and uh, um yeah she said oh can we come and film a bit of the workshop and then we'll just take you to one side and have a quick little chat with you about what you're doing and how do the people usually like find out about you? Because it is, I think what you do is very unique, but makes people feel happy. Uh, yeah, I think it's a real um, well-being type of activity, actually, um, because anything you create with your hands is mm. good, you mm. know. And I, I can't fix anybody's problems. But I can take them out, you know, away from yeah. their problems for yeah. two hours. And I think that has, that has to be good, to mm. use your hands, use your mind, and get lost in the activity it's usually fun so I've got a website you know people find me online I'm on Instagram and Twitter and everything Facebook and um, word of mouth really as well word of mouth so how long have you been in business now um I think almost eight years now but I started so slowly because I couldn't believe that you know oh how you started turning into a job no and actually I wanted to I wanted a part-time job, so this works really well. I have a husband that goes all over the world and he's threatening that he's going to <laughs> retire soon, so I'm kind of cherry-picking a few business trips too. And this gives you the flexibility mm. to do that, so perfect. So in those eight years, what's been the most challenging thing that you've had to overcome or deal with? Um, I th- mm, my most challenging day was uh, I had to go up to London and um, there was a guy driving on the motorway. My son was driving me um, and uh, everybody had to stop. My son was like Superman that day. He stopped like four lanes of traffic. He got in this guy's car, drove him safely to the side of the road. Another lady called an ambulance and then my son stood there in front of the cars directing everybody and then we got going again. And we still got to the little hotel we were aiming for in the centre of London on time. It was a tiny little hotel. This is on the hottest day of the year and um, it was near Soho. It was like walking into a Dickens movie. And um, I popped my Christmas jumper on, this is July, and Lauren Laverne is there in her Christmas jumper <laughs> and all the camera crew. It was boiling because they had a Christmas tree up, they had an open fire lit and we, I had to teach Lauren Laverne to gift wrap um, while we were sweltering and it was for an American Express um, advert. And the day started so stressfully, we were so worried we would be late. Um, but in fact, it turned out all right. And I was a, li- I was a little bit starstruck. She's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't know whether you've answered the question. What's the best thing you've ever done as part of your business? Well, that kind of could be a best thing as well. But I was asked to wrap um, a present for Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding. So, wow, that was quite cool. <laughs> that was quite cool. That was quite, you know, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then I kept looking at pictures of her and thinking, she's very understated, quite elegant, very neutral in her dressing, not colourful and things. 
So I thought, definitely no pom-poms on this one. <laughs> so I actually wrapped it in some hand-printed paper that I did myself, which was um, sort of buff natural with um, uh, like an ivory print on the top. And then I enamel painted some dried oak leaves, because I thought that's very British, hmm. and uh, decorated the top with that. Oh so, my goodness. I know. So what drives you and inspires you to, to do what you're doing? Because your children have grown up now. They have. Um, I, think, I, I think to keep creating. I think if you're a creative, mm. it just kind of happens. You're sort of on to the next thing. And essentially, I did a workshop two years ago. I'm still doing workshops now, but the content will be a bit different. And... <laughs> things move on in life, like all the eco-wrapping, for mm. example. So I now have an eco-wrapping workshop. I didn't have that two years ago, but the tides definitely turned on that. And there was a moment when I thought, oh, can I even do wrapping now then? <laughs> but you just yeah, have yeah. to, you know, you just have to adjust. But there was like a, a moment there when I thought, oh, no one would want me now. Um, but you just change what you're working with and things like that. So it's always evolving. So what have been the, or what are the trends? Other than obviously, at the moment, we're all very focused on sustainability very, and very, the environment. Very. Environment. There been what are the other trends that you sort oh, of? Oh, it up could on? just be like you know colours that are popular and things like that. If you go into the shops, um, these uh, this season, you'll see it's not all red, green, and traditional. There's uh, not as much environmentally friendly stuff as I would like to see mm. because there's no reason not to. Mm. But I, I don't know how far in advance shops place their orders. Maybe it's more than a year, yeah. so it is what it is. But there's a lot of pastel colours and pretty colours. For Christmas? Yes, which I quite love yeah. the idea. So um, I've just chosen these um, rolls, which are in front of us now, um, ready for my John Lewis workshops. Mm. I chose these on Monday. So there's one natural one with berries and ribbons and the one in the middle look at the colors in that it's all turquoise and duck yeah, yeah, egg yeah, blue yeah. and little cherryish colors and then the other one i chose is a really natural sort of almondy pink or something Ooh. all gorgeous yeah. but not what you immediately think yeah, of yeah. for christmas but i quite like that i like it's a change it. isn't it i like it when you look under the tree and actually oh dear people who are who have got like a specific thing in mind i i don't like it to be all uniform i like there to be like a mixed match of different papers and yeah. wrapping and bows and just i don't know it just looks more interesting i'll tell you what i believe strongly i'm with you on that because actually you're not wrapping presents to match your lounge or <laughs> your, your sitting room. You're actually wrapping presents to suit the person you're giving. Mm. And that should be true of every gift. Mm. So my son-in-law is not going to get any almond-coloured pink <laughs> and twinkly paper. Um, you know, he's... Uh, I can't remember. I think he's going to have matte black this year. And I've already got some ribbon. He's always in those kind of workman shirts. You know... Um, red and black check and things like yeah. that um i've got ribbon that is like that it's even like flannelette <laughs> like this you've matched it i definitely wrap for the person because i want it to be that's extra pleasure he'll come here he'll be looking under the tree and he'll go i know she's wrapped that for me <laughs> and that's lovely 
lovely, isn't it? So people must like really look forward to getting something from you, not just because of what the gift is, but because of the way that you're going to wrap it. Because obviously you, you think about it so much being bespoke to the individual that you're going to so. receive it. I hope so, yeah. I think gifts should be, uh, I, I read this somewhere, it should be like a striptease. So it should look tantalising while you're... You know, because at Christmas, there's a build-up. There you is, know, there is. There's a couple of weeks where there are some things under the tree, maybe, but you can't unwrap them until the big day sort of thing. And then as you take your ribbon off and all the layers and things, and then the gift is there. Yeah. But that all adds to the pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it does. The layers, the look, the anticipation. I wonder which one, I wonder who's going to get that round one. Look at, <laughs> you know, all of that. It all adds to the fun, doesn't it? So I'm just going to slightly like divert a little bit. Mm-hmm. And because you, this is the second year where you've done something nice at Christmas for the homeless people in yes. Bristol. And the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because we were talking about wrapping and the whole anticipation of getting something that's just for me. Yeah. So last year you did the sock project. I did the sock project. Where you gave out new socks. Yeah, that was important to me. Yeah. Because they get hand-me-downs, don't they? And Mm. if it's a gift, I wanted it to be an actual gift Mm. for them. So I had massive support for that. I had over 500 pairs of socks in the end. (laughs) And I was starting to think, oh, I should have given them three pairs each. If I'd known how many I was going to get, I could have been far more generous. But you just don't know. So this year I knew I would have the support. So this this year I've um, asked everybody for um, mini-sized toiletries. And I did, again, because of the environmentally friendly thing, think, oh, God, that you know, a lot of them are in plastic. Mm. Um, but actually, a lot of hotels are stopping doing that, and they've got products on the, you know, fit to the wall. They just refill and things, which is brilliant. Yes. But nevertheless, we all have some of those things stashed away that that we could give, and that plastic's already been made. So whether you just throw them away or whether somebody gets the pleasure of using them, they will end up in landfill. Those yeah. those things, yeah. unless they're recyclable. So they're all going to get lovely things like that. My dentist gave me about. 200 tubes of toothpaste, mini tubes of toothpaste. <laughs> amazing. I've had amazing support from so many people. And I think everybody is has got a kind heart. and um, But they just don't think about doing mm. it. But they're really happy to support and contribute and feel like they've done something lovely too. Yeah. So it's really nice to... You know, do something. Pa- yeah. And it's so yeah. simple as well. It doesn't take a lot of effort. Because like you said... There are, I, I think there's a, quite a few of us that will do like an overnight stay or know someone that might do an overnight stay. Yeah. And we're not putting our hands in our pockets for it. So it's just, it's there. Mm. Um, but just, this podcast will be published probably in 2020. So this is what you're doing, Christmas 2019. Yes. So Amanda won't yes. need it. <laughs> There'll be a different idea. No, in fact, now already, I, I don't need, I don't need anything else. I'm I'm done. And I just have to begin the wrapping. So I've got two days out in the diary in between oh all the workshops and things where I have my lovely assistant, Ruth, who's coming and we're going to work out what we're going to do and how we're going to wrap them and how many in each gift and that sort of thing. I've got hundreds of them. And then you'll have to start thinking about what you're going to do for Christmas 2020. 
Well, I didn't even know it was a thing. Originally, I was just doing the sock project, and I thought that was a nice thing. And then everybody said, started saying to me, so what, what are you doing this year? And I'm like, oh, it's a thing now. So now, rather than the sock project, as it was called then, I've just called it the present project, which is kind of a play on words, because it is a present, yep. and it's what I'm presently doing. <laughs> Makes sense. Have you got any ideas for 2020 no, then? Okay. No. All right. All right. It could have been an early promotion, but never mind. No it idea is... in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to your business, what is your ultimate goal for gift frippery? Is there an ultimate goal? Oh, well, there's an ultimate mm. wish, okay. I would say, rather than a goal. Okay. What I have discovered I really, really like doing is um, presenting. Mm. I had worked on local radio um, for a couple of years before I did this and I really enjoyed that but I do really like um, I do a lot of demonstrations so I'm used to speaking um, but I really have enjoyed the television mm. bits and bobs that I've had over the years and I would love I think it could be an afternoon programme don't you? <laughs> I would love, love, love to do that that would be amazing um, but I'm not sure it'll ever happen so um, but that's that would be a wish. That would be lovely. You could start your own channel anyway, just doing it through social Ooh, media. I am doing um, IGTV videos, mm-hmm. so that uh, you know they're just short and sweet, about four or five minutes. So there might be something on there which is useful if you want to wrap a round shape or wrap a awkward this, that, and the other. There's various things that I've been doing, and I have actually been um, doing it for other small businesses because I thought rather than me find this watering can I'm going to wrap or something around my own home I must be wrapping something for another small business mm. and then I can shine a light on them at the same time because I'm going to be doing it anyway that's really thoughtful. so yeah I, I just thought I may as well so I've, I've had a little series of those going on um, and sometimes I review products so um, I've got the, the next video is probably going to be the eco one because I now have the eco ribbon mm-hmm. arrived and the and eco wrapping and things. So to give you some ideas and give you some ideas of the products that are available. So that's probably the next the next one. But I haven't got the date in my diary for filming. It will be this side of Christmas. <laughs> I'll look forward to that. Um, so in your business lifetime what has been the best piece of advice that someone's given you um two bits both from my husband (laughs) um first of all when i said oh i'm just wondering about um he's he said what's stopping you and i said well i don't know if i sort of need qualification or you know do I need to and he said you're already a teacher you've already got an adult teaching qualification he said there's too many people that think they need to do all that he said you know how to do it do it just start and he's right there isn't somewhere to go and qualify or anything but we do doubt ourselves and feel like we need a badge of honor and actually there's nothing wrong with being Mm self-taught it's still an area of expertise it may not be like a doctor or something but you know there's all these areas of expertise and that this happens to be mine as it's turned out the other thing was um, I think if you have loads of money, mm. 
you can waste it on getting the sweatshirts with the logo and this and that and the other. You know, it's it's difficult to prioritise where you need to spend the money. Mm-hmm. So the other question he asked me, typical bloke, he said, so... And I said, well, I am need to go... I'm going to need, you know, an investment, basically, to get started. Mm. I didn't have enough pairs of scissors to do a workshop or, you know, and some paper and double-sided sellotape, things like that. And he, and he said, so how much would you need? So pretending I thought that I'd thought about it, but obviously I hadn't. <laughs> I just said, £100? This was like eight years ago. And he said, can you afford to lose £100? And I was like, yes. That, if it all goes pear-shaped, mm, yeah. you know, and I thought, yes. And so he said, do it, just do it. If, you know, you can take too long getting ready, getting ready to get ready mm. kind of thing. And so that's what I did round this kitchen table where you're sat today. So I started with £100, this kitchen table. I bought the basics and I got started. And then you're earning immediately. And I've just re- kept reinvesting. Um, and that's how it's going. Go. It's evolved over the years. Um, yeah. So what's the one piece of advice you would give someone who's listening to this podcast, who is a mummy... And it's just like, hasn't yet found the bravery to just do it. To get started, okay. Um, I think maybe to, obviously being a mummy is a big thing because your children could be at all different ages. Mm-hmm. So there's another thing I will say about my children actually in a minute, my, because mine are older. Um, but if they're young children, you have to work out well if I can only work between 9.30 and 3, because it's on your shoulders to pick up and put down, um, you have to work out what you can do within that time, whether maybe you can um, get together with a friend or something like that and look after each other's children, which gives you a longer day if that's needed. You've just got to try and make it make it work if it's your dream, but make it work around your, your, you know, your commitments that you already have. And children are quite a big commitment. Mm, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the thing that I'll just come back to, my children are older now, um, and in fact I have a daughter who lives in Australia. When I go out to her, we set two evenings aside when we're just on our own, and we talk about um, business-related things for me. She is an amazing sounding block. And um, sometimes I think, okay, I've got this idea. I'm not sure what to think. Blah, 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 blah. Just blurt it all out. And then just say, well, I think you should do that. I really think you should do that. But have you thought about maybe doing it like this? Or, you know, so she's great for that. IT guy in the middle, definitely incredibly useful for me because I'm really not good at all the techie stuff. And uh, the youngest one, who's the artist, um, he is really good at sounding out. Like, I, I did a whole thing on pride. I said, I want to do a gift wrap, and that will be my post that day. And he said, okay, you need to be careful. You need to just send me a text, mum. Tell me what you're going to write, and I'll tell you whether it's politically correct and all of that kind <laughs> of thing. You know, so he's the youngest one. He knows about stuff like that. And he is good for advice. And sometimes... Um, so I'm thinking maybe next year of starting a training course because I have other gift wrappers that often ask me 
about, you know, could they come and bend my ear and find out how, I, how I've done it. And my daughter said to me, well, you could do in two days for them what's taken you eight, eight years to mm. evolve, you yeah, know, yeah, because yeah, now yeah. you know what doesn't work, you know yeah. what does work, so you could do it. And I think, well, that might be a nice thing to do, and I might gather my thoughts on that. And she had, she said you can do it as a download. My son, the youngest one, when I ran it past him, he disagreed, and he said... People have seen this kitchen table and those shelves on every Instagram post, practically. He said, the difference would be they would come and meet you. They would come to the gift frippery room mm. and they would come and do hands-on and do mm. all that. He, and so he said, there's lots of free downloads, but they, it would be better if they could come and have a total experience and mm. then they can ask the questions they want to ask properly. And actually, I much prefer that. <laughs> I don't want to be a download. <laughs> I want to meet people because yeah. that's far more fun and to do it face to face. So I might look into it. That sounds exciting. It's a I bit think really audacious. Nice. Well, no, I think, it, I think it's nice that you um, want to share your knowledge because there's so, I think there's so many people who become popular and successful and then hold on to it rather than sharing it because everybody's different so it doesn't matter that somebody might be doing in the broad sense something similar you you are unique in what you do for gift frippery whereas somebody else might have a different take on bespoke gift wrapping just because the essence of it it's, is, it's is the same isn't it's it? absolutely true but also i think anybody who's creative shouldn't be afraid to give ideas away mm. it's like having a lego set and only ever building that once <laughs> and never breaking it down you know the more the more you um the more you give away because i don't know whether it's my mum or somebody said well you're not going to put a picture of that up everybody will copy you amanda mm. i'm thinking that's fine yeah. they can do that that's flattery really mm. isn't it and I'll, I'll come up with another idea while mm. they're all copying that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And you do. Yeah. You're continually evolving, aren't you? So you just need it's to not a problem. Stay ahead of the game, don't you? Because they'll just be trying to, like you said, yeah, catch it's up. Fine. With you. It's fine. It's hmm. fine. Yeah. Well, watch this space, any, especially <laughs> any of you gift wrappers out there. So finally, for anybody who's interested in um, following you, either because they want to know more about gift frippery or they've heard you on this podcast and they now know how wonderful you are and they just want to see more of you um or to get some ideas or to get some ideas um can you sort of tell us your social media handles and your website um, etc etc yes so it's quite easy because on um facebook i'm amanda white and i have a gift frippery page on twitter and instagram i am gift frippery and uh, which is g-i-f-t F-R-I-P-P-E-R-Y, Gift Frippery. And um, the website is www.giftfrippery.co.uk. So it's all about gift frippery. It's easy. <laughs> it is easy. Dead easy. Well, thank you very much, Amanda. You're welcome. It's been lovely. And thank you, everybody, for listening.